Hey everybody, welcome to tonight's installment of Questionable Booking. We got your boy, certified lover boy, Darren <laughs> Coward. And you got yours truly, the grill master, Draw Clark in the building. We're talking about, tonight we're going to be talking about focusing in on WrestleMania Backlash. What? Mm-hmm. Man, we got a lot of stuff going on in the wrestling world right now. Yes, we do. Sasha and Naomi walk out. Mm-hmm. CM Punk is hurt. Mm-hmm. The Tribal Chief. I don't know what's going on there, but he is very sporadic that we see him. Mm. Uh, Cody Rhodes is gone for nine months. Randy Orton is done for the rest of the year. Mm. Vince McMahon mm. gone? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> this is wild, man. It's wild time, man. Oh, yeah. I don't. This is. Now, understanding rules of a corporation, obviously. All financial decisions have to be noted and shareholders have to be aware of certain moves going on within the company. So this is why it's being investigated more than likely. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, it's kind of a big deal that uh, you know, Vince McMahon is not the CEO title-wise. Now, he's still running the show. Let's let's not get crazy here. Right. That's why you that's that's why you hurry up and point Stephanie as the CEO to make sure that the board is not able to point appoint anybody else outside of family as CEO so he can still tell Stephanie what to do. Still crazy though. Yeah, man. Um for a lot of reasons. And Especially interesting knowing that just a month ago, Stephanie says she was taking a step back to spend time with the family. You know what I mean? And then you have, of course, her thrust back into not taking a step back. She's at the forefront because what this came to light, what was it, Thursday, I think? Thursday or Wednesday? Sometime last week. Yep. But. <laughs> Then have Vince McMahon come out on SmackDown to give a, how I like to term, an ill-advised promo. <laughs> yeah, man, it was, uh, I was expecting, I don't know what I was expecting, but I think I was expecting more. Right. Uh, so the whole little spill on the, um, you know, the tagline mm-hmm. of the company was, Kind of whack. Yeah, I think that's one of those moments where it's best not to say anything at all. Yeah. But, number one, when you reach a certain level of how I like the term audacity, <laughs> 
in your mind and you're bulletproof. Yeah, and also has to do with, you know, Vince McMahon defeating the government back in the early 90s. Right. He probably thinks, ah, well, let's see what happens here. I'm good. I eat bulletproof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to see how, uh, I mean, we're definitely going to see how bulletproof he is. I No doubt in my mind that this probably did happen. Right. I don't know if it was necessarily him that did the harassment of any sort. It might have been a cover-up for somebody else. might have been him. But regardless, he'll, yeah, he'll probably be, be guilty and we'll see what happens. Yep. Yeah, man, it's wild. Yeah. Naomi and Sasha Banks just walking out. Mm. I, a lot of, uh, man, I think, hmm, I'm not worried about Sasha. I'm worried about Naomi. But I'm not also worried about Naomi. Mm-hmm. Mainly because of who she's married to mm-hmm. and who that aligns with. They'll probably make sure that she is okay. Maybe a fine will happen. She'll probably go back to the bottom, which she kind of already was. But uh, Sasha Banks is going to be all right. Everybody's going to want a Sasha Banks. Every promotion is going to want Sasha if she chooses to wrestle. Right. So I find the timing of this to be very interesting uh, from Naomi's part because from the research and what I read at the time, she was slated to win that night. Number one. But I forgot what the match was, but it was basically the thruster into the championship talks or whatever. But <clears throat> also because she was in the, I won't say in the middle of negotiations, if I'm not mistaken, for the new deal. And if that is true, I find the timing interesting, but also I respect the fact that she stood with a girl. You know what I mean? Uh, support. Backups, because I'm pretty sure I'm not going to say I'm 100% certain Sasha was leading this, but when you look at the history, man, <laughs> Sasha has a very big voice in the locker room. Yep. And it also seems that she has a lot of issues with creative, but also a lot of people have issues with creative, not just wrestlers, fans as well, the universe. But when she's tag team champion. So I'm intrigued. Like you said, Sasha's going to be straight. I am about 85% Naomi's going to be straight as well. Yeah, I think think Naomi will be fine. And I think Sasha will be fine. Uh, Any promotion is going to want her. If she, like I said, if she chooses to wrestle, she might be like, hey, look, I wanted to get to WWE. I kind of did all I could in WWE. Yeah, I'm done. I'm retiring. I'm young. I got acting opportunities. I'm good. So I think that situation isn't as bad. I don't, I don't think, I don't think 
either one of those situations are bad. Uh, and when we got a lot of injuries going on, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson is hurt. CM Punk is hurt, mm-hmm. which they'll have an interim AEW champion. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody Rhodes is hurt. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton is hurt. Mm-hmm. Big E is hurt. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns is sporadic. Yeah. It's a good time for, you know, that that wrestler to take the next step during this time. Who do you think is going to be that wrestler that really capitalizes on this opportunity, this time to really take their uh, status to the next level? Um, know what it seems like it's really going to be? It seems like it's going to be Riddle. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think Riddle is, uh, now, <laughs> we know that uh, it's going to be Roman and Brock for the hundredth time wow, wow. at SummerSlam. And I, I think that really had to do with Randy Orton. I, you know, reports are Randy Orton and Roman Reigns were supposed to wrestle at SummerSlam. Okay. Uh, so they brought in Brock, which is like, uh, okay, always good to see Brock. But I agree with you, man. I think Riddle is that guy. Um, I hope that that main event opportunity, well, that was the stipulation. So, yes, he lost. So he can't actually challenge for that title again. Um, I don't know, man. So I, I – I don't know what they're going to do with Riddle, uh, but I hope Riddle, yeah, I think he is that guy, man. I like Riddle. Yeah, I feel like since, I mean, of course, before, but mainly since WrestleMania, I feel like he has really blossomed and evolved before our very eyes. You know what I mean? Um Myself and others included, from what I was reading on the uh, the boards and the post or whatever. Number one, nobody thought that RK Bro was actually going to work. The dynamic just seemed too. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was going to work at first. Right, but it did. It did, and what what, what makes that even better is it's kind of like when the new day first started. It worked organically. Remember, people hated the new day. Yep. And I remember the uh, vignettes and everything, the videos or whatever, um, teasing the new day. And I just remember, what kind of shit is this? They were in the fake choir, you know what I mean? Like preachers, da 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 da. So when they finally came out, people hated the new day. Yep. And so. Okay, bro, I'm not saying people hated Riddle, but it was just like, why are you putting Riddle with Randy Orton? That's how I felt. And I was like, this is kind of stupid. You don't, like you said, the uh, dynamics didn't fit. It was uh, Randy Orton, who is this polished veteran. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you got Riddle, who is kind of 
great wrestler, but still this comedic mm-hmm. comedy personality. And it was just like, I was kind of all in water and Randy Orton is established, man. Like, so right. yeah, I didn't get it. But honestly, I think what people didn't see is what actually happened. I think that both actually enhanced each other. Um, I mean, Randy, Randy Orton, of course, is Randy Orton. So how, you also probably saying how can Riddle enhance Randy Orton? But I think that he helped enhance that. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That appreciation for Randy Orton even more because yep. he was able to bring out another. I'm going to say a little bit more the personality of Randy Orton. That, that it, it was kind of more so like a comedic side of Randy Orton a little bit. Like you said, oil and water. Yeah. And whenever, of course, say in the tag matches or whatever, Riddle's doing this thing and holding and holding his own, and the crowd is waiting for Randy to be tagged in. You know what I mean? Excuse me. And then even whenever, I mean, of course the music hit, but even whenever Riddle started to do the uh, RKO, made it even more appreciated for <laughs> for the people appreciate that tag team even more. Like the dynamics. Yep. Yeah, that's true, man. Um, I didn't think I was going to like it, but I became a huge fan. And uh, I always liked Riddle. But I like him even more now, man. Big fan. So I hope he does. On that note, I hope that Bobby Lashley, you know, I I want Bobby Lashley to stay in that main event picture. Like, I, I don't want him to be like, oh, now he's fighting for the U.S. title again or tag team title. You know, there was certain wrestlers, right? Like Stone Cold, The Rock. Undertaker, Triple H, Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels. It was like they're main event guys. Like you don't think of them. Yeah, they might hold another title, but you still think that they have the opportunity to hold that championship title. Right. I want Bobby Lashley to be in that same breath because he's a beast. Same thing with Drew McIntyre, right? Like, you know, <laughs> Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns again? Like, come on, man. What are we doing? Yeah. Um, I was watching SmackDown that Friday, and so I'm a, I'm a I'm a time person. As I'm sitting here watching, I'm looking at the phone. I'm saying, oh, the match is over. Something is going to happen with these last, like, four to six minutes, you know what I mean? Like, well, I wonder what it's going to be. <clears throat> so, of course, Roman does his promo or whatever after the match. Then you hear the music hit for Brock. I was not excited. <laughs> I'm like... I wasn't excited. I mean, I was surprised because I didn't expect that, honestly, right. which is kudos to them. Right. But I wasn't surprised. I, wa- I mean, I wasn't excited. Right, right, right. I'm with you. It was like, ah, again? 
Right. Like he just beat you at WrestleMania. It was supposed to be the biggest WrestleMania match. He beat you for both titles. Mm-hmm. Oh, and now. <laughs> I think she had the record button. <laughs> yeah, that was my daughter. Uh but uh <laughs> back to Roman. She 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 was trying to give her opinion on uh <laughs> She's trying to give her opinion on uh, this Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar situation yeah, she, that she, we got that we got to watch for the hundredth time. <laughs> That's the thing she was going to say. I'm going to be seeing this in 25 years, <laughs> probably. It's the it's the go to. <laughs> yeah, that joint crazy, man. I yeah. was like, man, again. Like, where do you go from? Like, what's the storyline now? I don't get it. What's it, the? It, it can't be a storyline, man. I mean, you know, and I know it was billed as the biggest match in WWE history. The match of matches, the unification of titles on the grandest stage of them all. And beat him clean. So, like, where do you go from there? It wasn't like it was. It was no disqualification. There was no anything. So, I don't. I don't get it. Why have Riddle wrestle Roman on SmackDown? You could have saved that for for SummerSlam. If Randy's going to be out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Like that's 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 my point. Right. I feel yeah, like I'm with you. There's a there's a couple of wrestlers that could have been put in that place, and I think Riddle would have been the perfect one. Mm-hmm. You build that up, build it up, build it up, build it up, build it up. SummerSlam, right? But I don't know, man. And then on AEW. Brian Danielson is hurt. Mm. Whatever. CM Punk, the champ, is hurt. Mm. And they have an interim, a tournament for interim champion. Why well, have an interim champion? Yeah. I don't get it. Same, man. Have a champion. Ah, he has to forfeit the belt. <laughs> Let him get the belt when he comes back. Nah, we're gonna make you. We're gonna keep you the champion, but we're gonna make somebody else the champion while you're gone. Hmm. Okay. Make that make sense. It don't make sense, man. It can't make sense. Yeah, I don't get that. But whatever. AEW still great. Matches are still great. I just turn into AEW for good matches. I don't really turn into AEW for uh, storylines, but the MJF storyline is dope. MJF is always dope, man. Hey, because you can't tell it. You can't tell if it's real or if it's a work. 
yep. can't tell, which makes it great. So I don't know what's going on. Maybe he leaves. Maybe he stays. He's another one that can go wherever he wants and still be great. Okay. MJF, right? We know who he is, but what he can do. What puts him where he is? Talking or wrestling? Talking. Talking puts him where it is. Talking is what makes him a star. His wrestling, which is subpar in my opinion. No, I take that back. It ain't subpar. I've seen him do some things, Mm -hmm. but I think he's realized even at 25, 26 years of age, he doesn't need to do all that stuff he can do. He capitalizes on his mouth and the stuff he does, you're going to watch anyway. It's longevity. It's the long game, which is smart. With his wrestling style, he can last 20 years, 30 years, and not be banged up. Same thing with The Miz. That's who he's compared to a lot. The Miz. The Miz is a great talker. He'll give you what he's going to give you in the ring. Rarely does The Miz get hurt. Very true. He was out with the ACL because of what happened outside of the ring at the Thunderdome. Not what happened in the ring. So... Hey, look, MJF, he's probably the best heel in the business. When I found out he didn't show up to the Fan Fest for the pay-per-view, what was that the pay? I was like, man, that's, that's, whew, that's legit. So. You brought up a great point about him. <laughs> You don't know if it's all a work. And I think that's what makes him so brilliant. Yep. Because yeah. on one hand, you're like, eh, can't be saying this shit. But on the other hand, you're like, I mean, it is true, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, exactly. That's what makes it. That's why you're like, mm, man, is this real? Is this fake? Because everything he's saying is not false. Right. So it's like, wow. And I think that was one of the beauties of wrestling, especially years ago, 80s, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. You know, working the gimmick, everything. Prime example, this is just my personal opinion. I think the curtain call was an incident that probably ruined wrestling for a lot of people. I think I think it was it had bigger implications like now in the future from when it occurred than it did then. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you, when you had uh, the click and stuff, you know. Basically, like, hey, we're really friends outside of, like, we're really friends. Like, all this shit is fake. 
I feel like that ruined the allure for a lot of fans and, 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 and kind of sort of the business a little bit. Yep. Because it's like, oh, this heat's not real. This beef isn't real. Y'all really buddy-buddy. So why should I invest that much time and energy into this? Yeah, yeah. He's bringing it back to like that old school where you just don't know, man. Exactly. You don't you don't know what this dude unless you unless you friends with him, you don't know. Right, right. And that's yeah. that makes it must see TV because I watched that pay per view just to see if he was gonna show up. I didn't watch it. Did he show up? Oh, he showed up. He was there. <laughs> Okay. And got booed out of the building. <laughs> That's what he wanted. Oh yeah. But uh that was the only thing I was excited for. Or obviously the matches were great, but I only wanted to see was MJF really gonna not show up because he didn't show up for the fan fest the night the day before, and apparently it's been reported AEW had to refund everybody that paid to see him at that fan fest. So it wasn't like maybe they didn't know. It could be all story. You don't know. But he ain't show up. So nobody knew if he was going to show up for the pay-per-view. He showed up for the pay-per-view. He did his thing. And then the Wednesday after, he cuts the scathing promo on Tony Khan and said, hey, if I was an ex-WWE guy, you'd probably pay me X amount. Like, hey, look. It ain't false. Like yeah. how many ex WWE guys are in AEW? Yeah. So, yeah, man. And it's kind of funny. I was having this conversation with you, but with uh, my cousin, and I stated, I said, somewhere down the line, that's going to cause animosity because you have. This is all, little do we know, to me, this is all WCW, WWF all over again, just now in 2020. You know what I mean? And my personal opinion, seeing how it already went before, I think history is going to just repeat itself. Yeah, I've been thinking that too, man. I've been thinking that as well. Um, let me tell you why maybe not only reason I don't think so okay I think WCW was trying to beat or compete against WWE in the sense of who has the better stories Mm. so they were both fighting for entertainment. I don't think AEW is fighting for entertainment. So with right there, you don't have the same fan looking for different entertainment. So basically what I'm saying is, all right, you got person on your left, person on your right. Person on your left likes action. Another person on your likes like likes rom-coms. Same, still entertainment. Mm-hmm. I think the the battle between AEW and WWE right now is, well, hey, we got entertainment on this side, 
and we have a, a sport on this side. Mm. So, like, you know, everybody that watches football doesn't watch movies or a certain type of movie. I think it was, I, I so. Basically, what I'm saying is, I don't think people that watch AEW will ever watch WWE. Got you. That that was my long way of making that point. <laughs> now I don't think people that watch AEW will ever watch WWE because they're looking for two different things. Whereas WCW and WWE, I think they were looking for the same thing, especially because I mean, in the beginning, no. WCW set the tone. They had the realness. But in 97, so did WWE. So mm. then it was just, what real did you like? Right. Opposed to, I think there's two, diff- two completely separate different products. And I don't think AEW's ever going to change. We know WWE's never going to change. Especially at this point. AEW is not going to change. AEW, if you're looking for great wrestling, the only two promotions or shows you can compare is AEW and NXT. They're alike. Well, the old NXT. I don't know about this new NXT. Shit is trash. (laughs) It is. is. The old (laughs) NXT and AEW were similar. I'm talking about the old WWE where you could only watch NXT on the network. Right. Or Hulu. And they were doing these takeovers. This new stuff? Nah. At, at this point, 2022, people have been saying it for, for a very long time, for a while now, for years. And I agree. Vince needs to let go of the reins because I feel like he had a great run. I know it's hard to probably let go, but you got to, bro. You have to. Yeah. I don't see that happening until he's forced out. I just, I I don't see it happening until he's forced out. Nobody's going to tell him. And and here's the thing. It's like, how do you tell somebody that has been batting a thousand that, hey, you're on, you're on a hitting slump? Somebody, somebody's been up. We just finished watching basketball, right? Somebody's, somebody was an all-star every year of their career. And then this last year, these last couple of years, like, ah, we're going to give you the all-star because of your name. But really, you're not an all-star? How, how, come on, man. How you tell Michael Jordan he ain't an all-star? I, I, <laughs> How you tell MJ he ain't an all-star? What you mean MJ ain't an all-star? That's MJ. So sure. it's like, yeah, you could say it, but how you tell them that? Like, come on, man. He invented WrestleMania. He invented, he he won the Monday Night Wars. Yeah. At, at this point, Vince McMahon is sports entertainment. Yeah, and let me hit you with another thing that I've been thinking about. Okay. How you know this whole thing ain't a work? I thought about that. I really did. 
It crossed my mind. It did. It crossed my mind for a second. Do you know what? What? Do you know what then entered my mind? This would be a great time to force to force him the fuck out. <laughs> I thought about that as well. I was like, "Hey, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen now." Exactly. But also, how you know this ain't a work to combat the MJF thing? Hey man, I guess only time will tell. I don't know. I I don't got the answers. I don't. Yeah, man. This is uh. Interesting times. <laughs> but back to what we uh this this show was about. Oh yeah, I forgot we did we did watch Swift Review, didn't we? <laughs> WrestleMania Backlash 2022. I it, solid pay-per-view, man. Honestly, I didn't have expectations going into this. Um kind of short time frame from two nine extravaganza of WrestleMania up until this point. But uh, I didn't expect much, but it actually exceeded my expectations. Um, Yeah, I'm with you on that. So I didn't watch it live, <clears throat> uh, as you know. Uh, I definitely watched it after the fact, specifically for this pay-per-view. And... I knew of some things that did occur, but also some shit I forgot. <laughs> and as I was watching it, I said, yo, this was actually a really solid pay-per-view. Like, this was one match I couldn't really get with, but other than that, I said, this was actually a pretty, I mean, from beginning to end, this was a pretty solid pay-per-view. Um, I'll say one, one and a half, but yeah. Yeah, it was definitely solid, man. It was like, <clears throat> I mean, we started off with Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, match number two. I, I like this rivalry. Uh, huge fan of Seth Rollins, always been a huge fan of Seth Rollins. Cody Rhodes came back. He needed to go away for a couple of years and come back and, now there's no question in my mind or I'm pretty sure in anybody's mind that he's a top guy. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I like this rivalry. Uh, another great match. Cody Rhodes 2-0 here. It was, I mean, it was wonderful. I mean, we know, we know it's not like we're going to talk about or not talk about the state of the I mean we're recording this podcast June 20th so we all know <laughs> hell in a cell happened right he fights with a torn peck which was amazing mm-hmm. and <laughs> he's about to be the ultimate baby face maybe anti baby face and but whatever you want to call him, like a DDP or a Stone Cold, because he just is what he is. If you like him, you like him. If you don't, he don't. He's not really trying to be a babyface. Mm-hmm. He kind of is. He gives his belt away and all that stuff. But I, I feel like he's kind of like a like a John Cena. It's like, you know, you might boo me. You might cheer me. I'm just going to stay consistent. It is what it is. But after that performance, it's like, come on, man. Ain't no doubt about it. It's good. Yeah. He's great. 
Seth Rollins taking L's after L after L after L, but putting on these great matches. It's like, come on. Yeah, but there's one thing I can't get with, though. <laughs> so, as you know, I went to Raw at the Mania, and I'm sitting there, and as Cody's giving his promo, Rollins comes out to shake his hand. You think that the feud is over. Why do we keep revisiting this? Well, I think... So, yeah, that's a good point. I think that... Uh, and I was thinking about this. How else do you get him out for nine months? Because remember, his promo was talking about coming back and money in the bank. So how else? Do, how how else could you take him off the show for nine months? He had to be attacked, and it couldn't be somebody new. It had to be the same guy. Why would you put somebody new to attack him? It has to be the same guy. That's fair. I'll give you that. That makes sense. Touche. <laughs> man, that was, you know, trust me, man. I, I struggled with that too. I was like, oh, man, this is cool. It's over. He hit someone with a sledgehammer. I'm like, uh, okay. But then I'm thinking, I mean, but now, but I mean, after the fact, then you say, oh, okay, you find out, all right, he's going to be out for nine months. I'm like, all right, cool. Had to hit him. Had to hit him with a sledgehammer at that. You got to take this dude out. To make it seem like, hey, I just ruined your somewhat healing peck. Now it's not now it's not healing again. You gotta start from ground zero. I just actually heard it even more. You're out for nine months. Cool. Now he shows up, and I'm thinking he shows up at the rumble based on time frame. I mean, him, Seth. Somebody else, two other people in the ring. Him and Seth will probably be the last two. He wins. He goes to WrestleMania to fight, arguably, Roman Reigns. <laughs> I don't see Roman losing that title. And that might, we'll get into that later, but that might be uh, why we don't see Roman so more. It's long-term booking. They might be like, hey, you're going to be our champion until next year. You don't need to be wrestling on these dates. We're going to scale back your uh, your schedule. Well, you know, when Roman is at these house shows, he always gets these long, they're not even promos. He just really talks to the crowd out of character. And he has said, "Who this might be my last time here. Who knows this is my, my last time here. So it sounds like something, I'm not saying he's leaving WWE. I'm not saying he's going to jump to acting. I, I don't know, but it sounds like he's thinking beyond. It has, it has plans. I'm not going to say in the too distant future, but it sounds like something is going to happen sooner than later. Yeah. You know what I was thinking? What's up? So you know they changed The Rock's daughter's name, right? Yeah. I'm thinking The Rock, The Rock's daughter becomes a part of the bloodline. Makes sense. She's uh, she's protected by the bloodline. So even if she 
even even if she's not as great in the beginning, she has the bloodline there to kind of teach her how to do things. Mm. Right? And then right. Roman Reigns around, you know, January, Royal Rumble time talks about, I built this girl. Something her daddy couldn't do. I'm the head of the table. Next thing you know, he comes out. Now we got a wrestling pay-per-view for Mania. Roman versus Rock in Mania. Now, see, I feel like this should have you in creative. I'm just creative. saying. Creative's not that creative to do that. I'm letting you know that now. <laughs> hey, look, man. I'm just saying, man. Like, you got Annis in L.A. So Roman just says the whole time, you know, I'm going to be in L.A. in April. Maybe your daddy wants to show up, fight the head of the table. Mm. You wouldn't be where you are without me right now. Yeah. Where's the great one? Doesn't look too great to me. Hey, man. Yo, I'm just saying. Because she is a part of Bloodline. I hear you. True. (laughs) Oh, man. What? Apparently, The Rock ain't got no movies he's filming during that time. Very true. Oh, wee. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Touche. <laughs> so that was the first match. Okay. Hey, you, all right. Almost in Bobby Lashley, man. Like, we talked about Bobby. Mm-hmm. I like what he did with Omos. Omos, whatever you call him. Omos. That was a waste of time to me, man. So, it was. I told you there was one I had matches I couldn't get with. This was this was number one. I felt like Omos should have been with AJ longer. Um, I mean, I like MVP. I mean, I yeah, too- AJ, but he ain't, you know. He's good. He he's good, but I feel like they just had a better dot. So the problem was Omos leaving AJ, being going his little singles run solo for a while, and then getting with MVP. That was the problem. Yeah. So that's why I say he should have been with AJ AJ longer. Now, if you were going to do it, don't have any lull before you bring MVP in. You know what I mean? I feel like that, ta- that tag team dynamic was, was really good with AJ and Omos. Yeah, it was. It's like, it, you know, it's like peanut butter and jelly. It just exactly. looked good. Right. Big dude, smaller dude. Yeah, always works. And I, I remember one instance where Obas was bodyguard standing on the side of the ring, and AJ did a phenomenal form off of it, like top of his shoulders. That was fucking fire. <laughs> That's what I mean. You know what I mean? Like that was fire. And so I felt like there was a lot more that could have been explored before they broke that up. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I think so as well. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, man, I want Bobby to stay. I want Bobby to stay in that main event picture. I don't want him, you know, granted, I mean, he's going to be a quote unquote top guy, top pay, but I want him to stay within that main event picture because I mm. he needs to be. And nobody's looking at Bobby Lashley and like, oh, yeah, he's not a top guy. Get out of here, man. He looks like the wrestling stars of the 80s, the wrestling stars of the 90s. He doesn't look like, I mean, anybody can be a today's star, which personally I like. Um, But come on, man. Ain't nobody looking at. Bobby Lashley like, ah, nah, you can't be in the main event picture. Come on. Yes, he needs to stay in the main event picture. And don't tell me he ain't a main event guy. I mean, his promo work is, it's all right. Uh, right now, he's doing the whole baby face thing. I, I, I personally like Bobby Lashley more as a heel. Um, but, yeah, man. Another thing they did, and this is a tangent. They got rid of the, the hurt business too quick, man. That joint was. I was, was just about to say that. <laughs> that was. Come on, man. That was the squad, man. Yep. Yep. It. It. No words, man. <laughs> it. It. It was. Squad was decent. You know what I mean. You had Shelton, Cedric, Bobby. It's you had MVP and mouthpiece. Like, come on, yeah. the MVP can talk. Yeah, yeah, man. They came out in them suits. They right, yeah. look, man. Her business was. They gave up on that too quick, man. I agree. They got to bring that back or something because Cedric Alexander ain't doing much. Shelton ain't day. We gotta have we got we gotta have a revamp because yo that that group was legit, man. And wasn't nobody messing with them honestly together. Come on, what? That was legit. Like you ain't it, you couldn't tell me that was storyline because Cedric Alexander can get busy. Shelton can get busy. MVP can get busy. Bobby can get busy. Like, that was a legit faction. Yeah, man, but and that whole almost, I'm a, I agree with you, man. Omos, AJ should have stayed together. But, segue, AJ had to face Edge. He did. Okay, with your point, I'll give you this. Don't break up the hurt business too early. Put Omos in the hurt business. I like it. That's legit too. Put Omos in the hurt business. <laughs> it, it just popped in my head. Put Omos in the hurt business. I like that. I like that a lot. We still get Omos for MVP. Her bidding doesn't break up. Bobby still stays in the uh, the championship title hunt. It's a win for all parties involved. I mean, it really is. 
Like that would be a legit. <laughs> I I can't see they would dominate, mm-hmm. which I would love. They would dominate. Ooh, that would be nice. AJ versus Edge. Ain't really do it for me, man. I don't know. Like, I didn't really care for the matches that much. I didn't really care for the styles of both uh, wrestlers. It just... I don't know, man. Like, they forcing Edge down our throat, man. <laughs> I think... Ever since that weird ass ending to their match at WrestleMania, I feel like it's just been a what are we doing? So yeah, Damian Priest come out, distraction, boom, as we say there. That's weird. Okay, form judgment day. Now you have all this happening. Okay. Backlash, Ron Rousey and Joint Judgment Day. Fast forward now. Nah, nah, nah. Rhea Ripley. Oh, Rhea Ripley. What did I say? Ronda Rousey. Oh, my fault. I, I, it was the R names. My fault. <laughs> so you had Rhea Ripley join uh, Judgment Day. Then fast forward, as we all know, spoiler alert, <laughs> Finn Balor them. Kick Edge out of Judgment Day. <laughs> yeah, stupid. It's like, okay. And I was, I was, I was feeling Judgment Day. Honestly, I was so, feeling it, man. I was like, I, right, I like this faction. This could be cool. This could be real good. So when Rhea Ripley joined, I was coming around to it. Yeah, exactly. I was like, okay. They all have the same aura. So I was like, this fits. Right. To me, Finn Balor's a pretty boy. It don't (laughs) fit. It's like, hmm. Okay. Yeah, so basically, I mean, with that happening, that rivalry meant nothing. Two great matches. They were great matches because they're great wrestlers, but I now what we do AJ, man. Like AJ's another one that needs to be in that title picture one hundred percent all of the time. Like you don't don't waste no AJ Styles, man. Yes, he's a loyal guy. He's gonna give you everything he has on every show. But hey, don't waste it. AJ Styles is the man. He's getting older too, so like he ain't gonna be around too much long. You better appreciate him while you got him. True. Even though I, I feel where you're coming from, but I feel like he still does okay going after other titles. Cause I mean he's AJ Styles. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> he can go after the United States Championship. Yeah, he could. Was he there to build other people? I won't say build other people, but at least he brings relevancy to the title. Yeah, that's true. Hey, look, man. Don't shit on theory, man. I like theory. I don't like theory. I like theory, man. I like theory. I don't like him, but I like him. I like theory because he seems to genuinely 
generate that heat from the crowd. That's what I'm saying, man. I like so, to do. It's so genuine. I like um, to do. Right. It, it's very genuine heat. And I get it. I can see why you like them. That's why I like them. Yeah, I can see it. Generates the heat. I can see that. But that is AJ match. Trash. <laughs> I'm not saying trash. It was just. Eh. Yeah, it was, man. Not as bad as this Ronda Rousey Charlotte Flair match. That's another one. That's like a Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar. Like, I don't want to see this no more, man. I mean, I'm over the Ronda Rousey experience. I'm going to say it here now. So, I'm a Ronda Rousey fan. Probably more of a fan for what she's done outside of WWE than what she's done in WWE. But, I think my issue with to me, she's just she's a little boring. Yeah, I mean, she's a fighter, so like this whole entertainment aspect of it, that ain't her. Like she's just a fighter, right? So, but she has to have she has to do this entertainment. They're forcing her to do it. I don't think she needs to do it. She could be like the Goldberg type. Don't say nothing. Yeah. Just go out there and, and do what you do. You ain't gotta really say much. If you need to say something, you can, but speak from the heart. Don't speak from a script. Clearly everything she's saying is a script. She makes the funny faces. And it's like this just I don't need you to say nothing. The fact that you're saying something is taking away from that aura, that mystique, right? Uh, that you're the baddest woman on the planet. Like so, I, I just need you to not say nothing and, and wrestle and fight. So I think the thing with her is the people don't really believe it because we know she can whoop any and everybody in that ring. <laughs> oh yeah. If she wanted I, to, it'd be over for everybody. Exactly. And I think that's the issue that a lot of people have. Like, if you were to build her, like you said, go to Goldberg, go, go to Goldberg, uh, Goldberg, right, whatever. Have her come in, wreck, boom, match over. 20, 30 seconds. I'll be out. That's how our fights were? Yeah. Yeah. So you basically you you in a in a legit fight you can you can <laughs> you can handle people in twenty seconds, but you get in WWE ring these these people got you out here twenty minutes. Come on, now. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Yo, her fights used to be a minute, two minutes, first round submission, yeah. tap out. Even the matches she lost, they were first round. <laughs> <laughs> But now you in WWE, you telling me uh, Natalia got Natalia got you out here twenty minutes? Come on, <laughs> dog, stop. Yeah, stop. Because I first of all say give her a manager, but don't even give her a manager. Just go let her. She don't need no manager. 
She don't need no manager. That's what I'm saying. Take the Goldberg right. route. You know what I need her to do? I need her to lose at SummerSlam or okay. uh, Money in the Bank. Okay. Lose bad. Go away for a couple of months. Come back Survivor Series, and then come back and just start wrecking people. They did that. To, they did that with Brock. Yo, before the streak, he mm. ended the streak. Mm. Yeah, he was on a losing streak. He lost to Triple H. He lost to CM Punk. He lost he lost to mad people. And then he won the streak, and then he was just unstoppable. That whole run. And everybody forgets about that losing streak because he beat the streak. And then he just went on a tear. So they need to do that with Ronda Rousey. Just let her go away for a couple of, couple of months. Come back. And just start wrecking people. Be like, and the storyline is, hey, look, I was really trying to embrace this WWE. I gotta go back to my roots, my my roots. And it's over for all y'all. 20 minutes. Two, I ain't no more 20 minutes. It's a minute. You in here with the baddest woman on the planet. You got a minute. She just wrecked through everybody. <laughs> Yeah, and I. But the, here's the thing, though. I want them to go back to how wrestling used to be. They used to have enhancement talent. I don't need her wrecking through a Charlotte Flair or a Bailey or uh, um, shot. Uh, was it Shotzi? I don't, I don't need her. I don't need her going through all your top talent. Get her some enhancement talent to go through. Yeah, Build up happens. somebody. That's the thing. Like they be having people going through the the, the roster, and it's like, all right, well, yeah, ain't nobody for her to fight now. Yeah, you need to go make her legitimate, and then delegitimize everybody else. Side note: I miss Bailey, man. I really do. Ba- Bailey added. Oh yeah, album. me too. Yeah. Me too, man. I wonder what's gonna happen when she comes back. Like, how they gonna position her? Yeah. Like I'm tell you who I don't miss though. Who's that? Mac Mad Cat Moss and Happy Corbin. I'm sick of that. <laughs> I thought you was a Mad Cat fan. I never said that. <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's yeah. I ain't need this match, man. I need this match. Yo, here's the thing, though. And they still doing the match. They they are. This is this is the wild thing, though. I'm actually a Baron Corbin fan. I was too. I still am. Like, I still am. Yeah. But this happy fight. This. First of all, when they threw Madcap with him, I'm like, okay. All right. Why is this dude with, with suspenders here? Like, it, I thought it was corny. Still think he's corny. Well, he ain't in suspenders no more. Still corny. A, it's going to be Pat McAfee versus Baron Corbin at uh, probably SummerSlam, though. And I do like that, though. That's legit. First of all, 
Anytime Patty Mac is in the ring. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, you know, you know I'm a Patty Mac fan, man. Me too. Like, I appreciate what he does uh on the headset. I appreciate what he does in the ring, of course. Shit, I even appreciated what he did on the football field. He had swagger, man. As a punter. He he had a lot of swagger. And so people weren't familiar with him when he uh became, I guess, you know, a, a commentator. But I mean, you know and I know that we remember him from the Colts, being the Colts punter. Yeah. And he had a he had that podcast. Uh, he did before he, did. he was a commentator on SmackDown. So, like, <laughs> back when my man Pat McAfee had the ponytail, man, my man had the long hair. <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, look, man, I'm a fan of Pat McAfee. I like what he does in the ring. Every time he's in the ring, it's, it's yeah. they've been great matches. We had the matches with Adam Cole at NXT. Mm-hmm. And the match at WrestleMania against Theory. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, man. I I I like that matchup. Baron Corbin versus Pat McAfee. I hope I hope it's a a nice little rivalry too. Yeah. Enough about that. Let's talk about the main event, man. We had the bloodline versus Drew McIntyre and RK Bro. That was a great match, man. I didn't expect much. I was like, ah, a triple threat match or a, a six-man tag match to main event. Ah, this is going to be whack. Nah, man, that was good. <laughs> I, I don't have much to say on this match. All I got to say the bloodline, man. <laughs> That's a legit faction, man. They just need to keep growing that. Yeah, and they have the members – Family members to do it. Well, they got tons of family members, man. You could bring uh, Uso's brother from NXT. Mm-hmm. Hey, Naomi could come back in the bloodline. Come mm-hmm. on. Rock's daughter. Mm-hmm. Tamina. Mm-hmm. They got numbers. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying. That's legit. That could be, ooh, that's a ser- It's already a serious faction. If they bring all of the, I think they do need a female though. They they do need a female. They so bring a female. It's over. So here's the question: What female? If you're gonna go for the now, you either bring in a Naomi, who. I always thought she was top on the roster for the female roster. Mm. I always thought that. Or you bring in a Tamina because Tamina's stock is going to automatically rise. Like, come on, man. She in a bloodline? Or you go with the rookie route. You bring in the Rock's daughter, bring her up in the bloodline, and then you kind of have that you know, that, that grooming process was like, oh, we're going to groom you. You already had some dog in you, but we about to bring that Rottweiler out of you. 
that pit bull out of you that you ain't know you had, but it was built in your DNA. Mm. A lot of routes we can go. True. So, see, I didn't know that Tamina was in the bloodline. That's news to me. You ain't know? Nah, I ain't know. I think Tamina was the Usos' first manager. Really? Yeah. I ain't see. I didn't know that. I think Tamina was the Usos' first manager. Okay. Um. But yeah, she's part of Bloodline. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. They 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 uh they claim her. I mean, shit, you can do it. Why not? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Unless Nia Jax come back. Yeah, where's she at? Do we know? She got released, and she said she was done with wrestling. I think she's doing her modeling thing. She was a model before wrestling. Mm. Uh, Pretty sure she got the. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure she's well off. Um, but she got released. So, but I'm pretty sure. Hey, you bring to me. Uh, you bring uh, Nia Jackson the Bloodline. Automatic dominance. Realistically, who gonna beat Nia Jax? Good point. Real good point. <laughs> I want to see Naomi in the bloodline. I would like that. I would like that as well, man. I would really like to see Naomi in the bloodline. Yo, you really, I just, you know I just like Naomi. I just like Naomi. I always like Naomi, though. Same. So, had a thought. If she leaves WWE, goes to AEW, instant star. Instant. Yeah, because she could wrestle. Excuse me. Yep. And you go into a wrestling company. We'll love to see her. Britt Baker. Yeah. Jade uh, Cargill. Definitely would love to see that. Oh, yeah. I'm tired of seeing Britt Baker. Britt, Britt Baker. I love Britt Baker. But <laughs> that's the only real wrestler they uh, advertise for their women's championship belt. That's the only woman they advertise. I love Britt Baker. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But you got Jade Car- You got <laughs> they got a lot of great women wrestlers in they AEW. Do. They do. You got the, the former Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. Is she over there? She is over there. She is. I don't think she ever got her just due. Uh you know, I fuck with over there, Thunder Rosa. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Gets busy. What was the yo? What was the girl's name from? Uh, she was in Ring of Honor. She's over there now. Uh, I can't think her name, but she's from. Uh, I think she's from New York, Long Island. Anyway, she's over there. I liked her in, in Ring of Honor. Um, I like Mercedes. And... I like Mercedes Martinez. Yep. She was in NXT. Mm-hmm. Bro, man. They they got they they got squad. Mm-hmm. 
And that's part of the reason I hate that. They just keep keep Britt Baker. <sighs> like, come on now. <laughs> yeah, they got a squad over there, man. Like, their women's roster is deep. Ain't nobody touching. WWE used to have a deep women's roster. That that diluted. Mm-hmm. Um, AEW's. AEW's roster in general is deep, but their women's roster is nice. Yeah. Um, what's your name? Is she still wrestling? Um, what's her name? Hold on. I'm looking her up now. Um, give me a second. It's going to come to, it's gonna come to me. As soon as I finish typing. <laughs> Nyla Rose. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm yeah. watching AEW. I, I watch AEW, but not that much. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I watch nothing to keep up with what's going on. Yeah, she's still around. 100%. She from D.C. She is from D.C. Hey, man. Speaking of D.C., man, a lot of great things was happening in the in the district this past weekend, man. Just want to give a just just had to acknowledge D.C. for for the great things that went down. Oh yeah, speak on it. Yeah, man. Uh, Dave Chappelle was out here. He did his thing. Um, yeah, something in the Water Music Festival going on. Um, shout out to the boy Blair. He went. Had a ticket. Had an opportunity to go. Three days is a lot of days for a music festival, though, man. <laughs> it is. It it's is. a lot of days. Um, they had Mochella go down also. You know, unfortunate things also happened at that event. But, you know, it was just, it was just a, I think, a great weekend for the city, man. I agree. I agree. I agree, man. It, that's the perfect way to end this episode, man. Like, it's been a rough two years, but um, oh. not to say that not to say that we we out the woods, but uh, I think that we're we're starting to, you know, just walk and how we used to walk, just trying to right. enjoy life. As much as we can. And um, real quick, before we end out this episode, um, just want to give a shout out to, you know, a lot of things happened this last two weeks or week or whatever with the passing of uh, Dave Hebner and Tim White. You know, it's... it's Yeah. Very two notable. of my favorites. Yeah, man. Very, very notable referees. From the height of my fandom for wrestling, you know what I mean. And um, the hearing about their passing was just a surreal moment. So, just definitely want to give a just just wanted to mention that one time, man. So, yeah, definitely, man. I'm, I'm glad you acknowledged that. Yeah, those were. Uh... So, you know, you see, you, you hear about different passings of wrestlers, mm-hmm. people in the wrestling business, but when it's actually people that you watched every week, it's like, oh, damn. It really it, it hits you a little different. And those were two referees that you saw every week. 
Mm-hmm. So, and two of my favorites. So, yeah. R.I.P. to the to the to the goats, man. And uh, that's uh, it's the only way we can end that. Yes, See sir. you guys next week. Yes, sir. All right.